so yesterday, for the first time ever, I forgot to record. And I was like, oh my gosh, can I still say I podcasted for 100 days in a row? And the answer is, frick yeah, because I make up the rules. And it can be really freeing like when you're not just following arbitrary rules outside of yourself. When you make them up, you can change them and you can make them work for you. And so that is just another reminder around like setting goals and <laughs> setting rules like you are not a victim to those things you have the power to make them work for you and i think like it sounds small but it's big shift if you know if, if you've kind of um been through that before but what do i even want to talk about today i've been just doing some super super deep processing and when I dedicate my my life to living an intuition-driven life, it comes with tests to prove that. And I am in this period where the person that I thought I was, like the person that my mind wants me to be and wants, I am releasing that at deeper and deeper levels. And especially when it comes to internalized systems and really continually shedding more and more layers that aren't me and that my mind has just taken in as internalized domestication, programming, mass consciousness, whatever you want to call it. But that indoctrination, I'm finding myself being asked to shed even more layers of indoctrination and my mind does not want to do it. And when I say my mind, I'm separating like my mind from my soul path, like my soul path that my intuition drives me towards is different than like my egoic path that my mind wants to choose. Like, for example, if I was living a life that my mind chose, I would probably like have a house and be married and be in corporate America and be pregnant or something. Like that is the life that my mind would choose because like there's still just this part of me that really like values these living in a way that fits into the culture of what is expected of someone like me, of how success and what is even celebrated. Like I, for the past few years, have celebrated so many bridal showers and so many baby showers and so many bachelorette parties. And I am not experiencing any of that in my life right now. And there is a certain amount of, sorry, my dog's crying. There is a certain amount of sadness that comes with that because my mind is like really trying to hold on to that way of being, of really doing what looks good and fits in and makes sense and the external validation, like the external validation of my friends and my family rallying around me to celebrate the stage I am at in life. Like I have not had any of that. 
no one is rallying around me celebrating the stage of life that I'm in. <laughs> no, no one is. <laughs> and there is a sense of grief with that. There really is a sense of grief. Like, there is a part of me, like, I am human that loves external validation. I'm not ever making that wrong. Like, there always will be a part of me that loves external validation because I am human. And at the same time, I can recognize that and not make that the main way that I make decisions in my life. Like, then that no longer has to be my main decision-making criteria of what will give me external validation. Like, I want external validation, but I don't want that to be my main decision maker, what's driving my life, because it did for many, many years. And it just led me to this place where I felt like I was living a life I never chose because I continually made choices that looked good versus what felt good. And the truth of the matter is, is my first big decision that didn't look good was leaving my career and getting rid of my things and not having a home and traveling and not making money and living off of savings. And that was honestly like easy. (laughs) Not all of it was easy, but it was an easy decision because I got to the point where it wasn't a panic mode decision. It was truly an intuitive decision And also, that was like a launching off point from me living a life that I was seeking so much internal, external, sorry, external validation for my decisions. And so like this first big decision that was internally validated that I also felt really, really good about was like nothing could feel better. Like there are no regrets around that. And that has been one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. And just making one decision like that doesn't mean that then I all of a sudden have totally nailed down making intuitive decisions in every area of my life at all times. Like the trick here is even when we're choosing to live an intuition-led life, it's not an invitation to become a perfectionist about living an intuition-led life. It's not an invitation to then shame yourself for when you still seek external validation or have suffering along the path of living your intuition-led life. Because there is a part of me that what is the, really the evolution I'm going through right now is that although now I am choosing from my intuition more and more, my mind is still holding on very tightly to the the path that I see my peers taking and that I feel I stepped away from. And that is like the, the normal standard narrative. Like my mind is still holding on to the standard narrative, even though now I'm choosing more and more and more from intuitive place. And so internally, there's a lack of congruence, there's incongruence inside of me that has been pushing me more into panic mode, which when you're in panic mode, you do not have access to your intuitive voice. And so although I 
am able to really hold space for others to connect with their intuition. I'm being initiated into a deeper level of connecting to my own intuitive wisdom and shedding the layers of my mind's programming and indoctrination so I can get to an even deeper level of following my intuition and taking steps in the direction of my highest level vision versus taking making decisions from my limitations and controls. Because when your limitations are stronger than your dreams, that is still what's going to run the show. And so in order for me to be able to truly step into the next level of my of my soul path that I'm being called to is that really releasing and letting go of who my mind, my ego still wants me to be, what my mind and ego is still grasping onto. And I want to clarify, this is not an invitation for me to shame myself for not being perfect at following my intuition. That is, that is like such, such an important distinction. That's not what I'm doing here. <laughs> what it is, is I'm realizing how when I am choosing a path of leadership around intuition, driving my decisions in life, I'm going to be initiated into deeper and deeper levels of that at each decade of my life. And so in my 20s, that was really around my relationship with my body, my relationship with food, my relationship with men, my relationship with career. Those are themes so central to the 20s. And now I just turned 31 and I'm getting a deeper initiation into what are the intuition-driven decisions in my 30s as a CEO, potentially as a mother, potentially as a wife, potentially as a homeowner, potentially as a nomad. <laughs> like, so these, this is what I am feeling on my insides as, as I'm getting into this new decade. And as I have chosen to not do what is standard, but to instead live a life driven from my intuition, which means I'm not looking outside of myself for what I should do, but I'm feeling into it, I'm experimenting, and I'm choosing from a place of my own wisdom and my highest level vision. And that is how I want to make my decisions not from panic mode, which I talked about in the last episode of that, of really just like panicking about if I'm missing out on something, if I don't make a decision right now, I, I am getting initiated to release those panic mode decisions even more deeply and step into aligned decision-making grounded decision-making, calm decision-making, intuitive decision-making, because I've learned that there's no such thing as a right and wrong decision. You can't make a right and wrong decision, but you can make decisions in a way that is right or wrong. A panic mode decision will always lead to a decision that you regret in some way, but a decision that you make from a centered place 
will not lead to regret because you will have made that decision not out of trying to survive, but making the decision around what will actually help me thrive the most in life. What decision will be in the highest alignment for all involved and for my own personal growth, evolution, and thriving in this lifetime. And so these are some of like the the deeper concepts that I'm personally experiencing right now around intuition and how to make decisions. And it's a whole new level that I experienced in my 20s. And it's a super deep initiation. And I have felt like I've been in a confusion up until about a few days ago. And the thing about confusion, my mentor Simone Soul says, is that it's a hub emotion. And from confusion, you can go anywhere. Like it is actually such a emotion or a place of possibility because you are not signed up for something in advance. Like you are undecided. And from a place of being undecided, you are open to something new. And so maybe if you're confused, it's not being indecisive. But it's being open. <laughs>